was trying to catch it because it's swimming slowly and I'm, I'm going towards the fish and it swims with me, then it disappears, come back to me and it was coming and it's just like over a meter big and it was just coming back and playing with me in a way. So wherever I go, it was around me and it was very interesting. The sharks were very, the pearls, the all kind of fish. It was uh, such an amazing experience. Welcome to the Crossing It Off podcast, where we believe living with intention through a bucket list lifestyle is a great way to bring yourself personal joy. As you are crossing items off your list, you're actually filling up your bucket. The more items you cross off, the more joy gets added, until eventually your joy spills over into the lives of those around you. Now, let's start crossing it off together. Is there an item on your bucket list that has some urgency behind it? Like if you don't go see it or don't go do it, it may not happen? for lots of different reasons. Some of those might be that environmentally, those places are going away or they're eroding out of existence. Some of those things might just be that you need to get them done before you get too old or too cranky or don't have money or whatever it is. Today's bucket list storyteller gives us a classic tale of one of the things that's on a lot of people's bucket lists. And he is very adamant that we make sure that we do everything we can to keep it around for others. Let's learn what he's talking about and start crossing it off. I'd like to introduce my guest today. His name is Milko Kokov, and he describes himself as a wellness coach, an adventurer, passionate about helping others, and caring. Milko, thank you for coming to the show. Thank you for having me. Tell listeners what you crossed off your list. Uh, it was snorkeling in the Great Barrier Reef. Okay, uh, this is on my list too, so so I appreciate this conversation. Uh, tell us, what do you know about the Great Barrier Reef? Like, what's some of the background? What, why was it important? So for me, I I I knew that it's like something amazing, but uh, it's not very easy to see anywhere else or something mm-hmm. similar. I know that it's gigantic and it's uh, uh, pretty much you can see it from space. It's far as I know, I'm not sure if that's true. Yeah. <laughs> on but, good days, probably, yeah, you can. Yeah. Uh, so, and also it's like in Australia, which is a very further destination. It's pretty much the furthest point of where I, I am, uh, almost. And uh, I also, I'm very fascinated by all kind of uh Interest like things that you can't really see that often. I'm very fascinated by wildlife as well, and there there is such a mix of all of it mm. in one place that it was something that I really uh, wanted to do. Yeah, and so how that how did you get that to happen? Was did you just hop on a plane and go, or what was the circumstances around you being able to cross this off? So it was uh, kind of like. Uh, it was more random than than uh, planned because I I went to Australia to live because it was another thing on my list to live in a country that uh, uh, have different culture and stuff like that and it's very far and I didn't know anyone etc cetera, etc cetera. and I spent lots of time there and because of uh, I was working like crazy and I didn't have any time and I needed to do something. Uh, that is really that I want, always wanted to do, and I knew that if I leave from there and I don't do it, <laughs> I may I don't know when am I going to do it. So, yeah, yeah, it's a good uh, opportunity. Yeah, being yeah, that so close. It was kind of like the end of my experience in Australia. It's kind of uh, finished. It's 
in a nice way is a good memory. Yeah, that's a that's an amazing opportunity. Yeah, we, so often there are things that are so far away that you know you don't want to miss out. And I think it's a lot of times when Americans visit Europe, they like cram hundreds of things into their itinerary, and that's a good thing. But it also can sometimes you can miss stuff. So it's I'm glad you got that chance. Yeah, it, it's funny that most Australia, a big part of the Australians, haven't visit uh, like haven't been there. So. Yeah, it's, when it's just there, it's like, yeah, exactly. It, when things are close to us, we kind of take them for granted sometimes. I'll get to that, I'll get to that. So, uh, I can understand that. So, walk us through like, what did you have to do? You have to like drive there, fly there. Did you hook up with a, a tour group, or how did that all work for you? So, yeah, uh, it's uh, it's a bit it, you can't. I don't know if you can, but uh, it's very hard to go by yourself and not be with some group. I don't know if it's even allowed. Uh, so I did a road trip uh, around Australia, and then one of my stops was... So I kind of went with the car and the plane and the car, and uh, I went from Kearns. I don't know if whoever knows. Um, so there are many options. Of, of course, the more you pay, the more the better places they pick you. So I was kind of in the mid-range. Okay. I couldn't afford the best ones. Okay. But it was still uh, quite good. So you go on a gigantic boat and they drive you and you go with the group and then pretty much they allow you to go by yourself. You visit different places of the reef. So you kind of uh, get to see different uh, uh, areas. And of course, if you pay more, you get much better, more remote places where things are better preserved. But uh, where I went, it was still very nice. Uh, and there were still lots of things. that they... so, so pretty much you go, they give you the gear, uh, they drive you where, and they tell you, look, you can go around this area, just don't go this way, don't do that. Mm. And like, you don't have to touch the corals because it's they, like you kill them and stuff like that. So you're just with a bunch of other people and you're and you're snorkeling. Are you were you in an area where you can go down deep or was it you know could you stand up? But like, what is that like in in the Great Barrier Reef? Because I don't think people have a good idea. Like, you're obviously snorkeling, so you can't go real deep. But can you still? Yes. So um, it was interesting because there were you can't really uh, there is places that the depth is. not it's quite shallow so you can stand up but you can't really stand up because there are corals down Uh, you don't want to step on them because you kill them and of course there are places that you can uh like there were places around because they bring you to places that you you go and there is shallow there is a bit deeper and there there's places that is very deep that pretty much you need to like over like 10 meters or 30 feet or whatever where uh there are people with uh, scuba diving gear that can do that, and it's um, it's very nice. Uh, the the bad part is that on the shallow places, especially uh, because of many boats and uh, mm-hmm. uh, it's not breakers. I don't know what's the word, but they just go uh, illegally and they go with the boats and they hurt the reef, and in, it's quite. Um, bleached in many places especially on the shallow places so it's quite dead there there is lots of areas that is dead which was a bit frustrating of course but so where i was i was going in the shallow 
then I was diving deep in some places. There are very uh, like there are such amazing things, and the good thing is that you can see a lot of amazing things even on the shallow, even if it's someone that is afraid. Because I'm a bit I'm a bit more uh, like I I like taking uh, measured risks. So, okay, uh, it was it was good. I was diving and I was doing, but even if you don't dive, they they take you to places. They even give you uh, like gear, even if you're not a very good swimmer, you can pretty much do it for, it's made for everyone. There were kids, uh, there are people that were doing scuba diving, etc. etc. So it's, uh, made quite touristic. So it's, uh, easy to do it, even if you don't have the skills to swim or if you're not a great swimmer and stuff. And there is always someone around that you have, they will not leave you like, sure. <laughs> like go for it uh figure it out <laughs> so when you're when you're out there and you're looking at the reef you know we see pictures online and uh, we see pictures in movies and all that kind of stuff of how beautiful it is did it live up to those images that you saw and what was it that you saw when you were out there snorkeling it was very interesting because there was lots of wildlife like lots of different fishes or even uh, lots of different fish. I even saw one uh, pearl that was in the rock. But in Australia, it's in the ocean there. I don't know if other places with the ocean, but uh, you need to know not to touch anything on the ground. Usually it's because there are very many things that can kill you or paralyze you and then stuff like that. So I was not touching. But there was this pearl that I saw that was maybe uh, more than a in an inch, uh, wow. like in diameter, it was huge. I have uh, with my GoPro, I filmed it, and uh, and I didn't want to touch it, of course. But it was very, like, uh, very interesting. There were sea turtles, uh, like um, there was, there were lots of different types of uh, fish, very colorful. Unfortunately, the corals, because of the uh, global warming and uh, people that go to the tourism and stuff are quite bleached. So it's rarely to see uh, very vibrant colors on the corals themselves. But then the fishes are, the fish is, is quite colorful. It's, mm -hmm. it's the fish is the way it is on the videos and on the photos and like you see like Nemo and Dory and <laughs> Uh, big like there there is some big fish there you know that swim we saw some sharks even which wow. was a very interesting um, experience because they there were two sharks and they were quite they're not small sharks they're like probably over two meters I think gray sharks uh, which are not very safe and they told us look don't um, when when we saw them we were because we were moving as I mentioned. We were moving from different places, right? And they told they, they, they told us don't. Uh, we saw the sharks in one of the places. It was they were a bit deeper, like maybe maybe ten meters deep uh, and like thirty feet or whatever. And uh, they told us don't go towards the sharks. Don't don't <laughs> dive in in this area and stuff. And I was like ah, I was like ah, come on, how how <laughs> uh, you know I'll do it. So I went, started swimming towards them, and they were still quite far. And they were swimming in the, there were two sharks, and they were swimming in the other direction. 
And at some point, my bravery, I was like, oh, nothing can happen, you know, I'm playing super brave and stuff. And at some point, one of the sharks uh, turned towards me and started swimming slowly to, and usually they attack, they attack you from, uh, from the bottom. They sure. go straight up, yeah. And when it turned out, all my bravery, <laughs> when he turned around and started swimming towards me, all my bravery disappeared. Swimming <laughs> like crazy backwards to try to go as far as I, I can because it was coming like closer and closer. And then I guess uh, for some reason it got distracted and it just went away or decided that I'm not worth it. But that was a very interesting experience because... Uh, it's you think that you know you're super brave and it's like ah you you think ah nothing can happen to me and then in like one second later one second later you go crazy and panic and stuff here at the crossing it off podcast we are passionate about inspiring you in your bucket list lifestyle and empowering you to live out your list we offer many resources to assist you in your bucket list journey such as web resources in the show notes bucket list mentoring services my book live out your lists a private facebook group for you to share your bucket list success stories with others and more all of these can be found at crossingitoffpodcast.com Find the resource that fits your need so that you can live out your list. Now back to the show. Yeah, that's a calculated risk I'm not willing to take, I think. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so, so you visited these sites and you saw all these things and you get back in the boat and they're heading back to shore. How are you feeling in that moment? Uh, it, was, um, it was quite amazing because we saw, again, uh, I had uh, experience with like there was this giant fish that was I was trying to catch it because it's swimming slowly and I'm I'm going towards the fish and it swims with me then it disappears come back to me and it was coming and it's just like over a meter big and it was just coming back and playing with me in a way so wherever I go it was around me and it was very interesting the sharks were very the pearls the all kind of fish it was uh, such an amazing experience that uh, I, I felt like I want to explore even more. And in the same time, if you're a bit, um, what's the word, maybe a bit uh, sad in mm. a way, mm -hmm. or, or uh, because it was so uh, damaged by in so many places, like there were giant areas that the coral is completely dead. It's like completely white, like, uh, and so it's kind of, like very satisfying and very in a way like uh, disturbing because all this all this thing is uh caused by us and right. kind of like you want to see it more and in the same time you don't want to go anymore because you know that you cause damage yeah so it is very it's... but uh you feel this um kind of like relaxed feeling and and uh satisfaction and you saw something that uh first most people don't haven't seen and something that you don't know if you see again and all this and you see things that you've seen on like Dory and Nemo and stuff which is it's a child's movie but it's very interesting because you know you've, you've only seen there uh, like on the movies and then then you see it in real time and then you see all this uh, how much life there is there and uh, how small we are actually comparison to 
what it is there and and of course I saw a very small part of it. You can yeah. you can't probably like the places that are more remote and more uh, less touristic are probably even more amazing. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was um it felt very calming as I said and uh satisfactory and in the same time uh be disturbing. Yeah, I, it's a so duality the fact that it is disappearing, it is going away, and so that and it is because of us, like you said, and yet that just makes it even more appealing. And you know, for me, it's like I want to see it before it goes, before it's all gone. And but at the same time, I know that my presence is, if I do that, is contributing to it going away. So there's it's like the gold rush is a mad rush to to see it before it's gone, and it's even making it uh, happen quicker. Miko, what what was something that like, as you look back on it, that that experience, how did that experience change you in any way or make you look at the world differently? Um, I would say it, it's uh, like, make me more accomplished in a way because I saw something so incredible and then it makes me want to contribute somehow which i'm kind of doing with my work in a way and but it makes me want to do it even more to contribute somehow to preservation of all this not only the reef but in general the whole nature because i'm a big uh, lover of nature mm. and the way we treat it it's not the best so that stimulate me even more to want to do that and to want to contribute and somehow help for because uh even even for us nowadays even if you go and see it now it's still uh something that it's already quite damaged and you can't really see even 10 years ago people that have been 10 years ago and been now it's a completely different experience so uh, it's good to see it as soon as possible, but it's good to also do something to preserve it. And I think they are doing stuff now, but uh, we still uh, need to do a lot. So that was kind of like one of the things that it just made me feel like I need to do more and keep doing more. So if you were talking to somebody and telling them your story and describing what you described to us, and they said, "Oh, I'd like to put the Great Barrier Reef on my bu- on my bucket list." Um, what would be something you'd say? Oh, if, if you're going to do it, you have to X. What's X? I would say two things. One is uh, maybe even three. Two things. One, one is that it's good to have a better budget, mm. so you can get to the more remote places because the more remote places, the corals are better preserved, and they're like in some reserve and it's very much more wildlife, mm-hmm. much more uh, color on the corals and much more coral. And uh, that's maybe one of the most important thing if you want to see. The second thing is that Great Barrier Reef is amazing. And in the same time, on the other side of Australia, uh, it has also great reefs that are much more, it's pretty much, same type of fish. Huh. I I think it's not uh, very different. Of course, you can't say that you've been to the Great Barrier Reef, right. but there they are much more preserved. Uh, you can go by yourself. I went once with a uh, with a kayak, and you just go with the kayak and you go to this 
crazy big areas and you snorkel there and there see there are turtles there there are uh, different type of fish and uh, so it's very similar but I would say more preserved mm -hmm. and uh, I, I don't know if there was something more uh, in the barrier reef that you uh, that I saw that I didn't saw on the other side too on uh, western west coast so uh, that's the other thing. But then, of course, you can't say I went to the Great right. Barrier Reef. I went to the other reef in Australia. <laughs> that's a uh, that's, that's a, a good point, right? There's you know, like even for Americans, we've got you know Belize is closer, and it has the second largest barrier reef in the world next to Belize. So it's like, yeah, do I have to have that badge that says I did the Great Barrier Reef, or are you going for an experience of? seeing exactly. wonderful colors and fish yeah that's a, that's a good thing exactly and 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 uh it, it, just because it's something is bigger than others it doesn't mean that it's better but of course it's worth it it's so but if you're going there it's better to you see even if you buy cheap ones cheap uh, tickets and cheap excursions but if you manage to gather more money you'll go to much better places for sure it's a good piece of advice. Michael, what's something else that you want to cross off your bucket list? There's so many things, but uh, I would say it's, uh, again, like a destination thing. Uh, and uh, it's um, seeing the Northern Lights. Oh, something, okay. And visiting this type of uh, countries, this uh, part of the world. Uh, and I have many others that are I'm working on accomplishing. But that's kind of like the one that I see myself most recently doing. And why is why the Northern Lights? What's the draw there? Because I love I love nature, and in general, this this part of the like like of Europe even it's mm -hmm. it's amazing, and there's such nature there, such mountains, such uh, rivers, and everything which I love. And on top of that, you see the Northern Lights, which is uh, something that you can't. Like I guess you can't even imagine seeing it in a way because uh, you you can like even when you see a, a nice sunrise or sunset and it gives you such uh, such good feeling and I imagine these things that uh, is so uh, different from what we've seen or uh, so so uh, like magnific magnificent yeah magnificent. And I like I like seeing things like big things that are very like this why like whales I wanted to swim with whales and stuff like that, which is uh, it just uh, it has some strong impact and everything related to nature I really enjoy seeing and this is something that you also can see and uh, not many people also have seen it. It's quite a phenomenon. Yeah. That, uh, you can see so that's i i like i like uh seeing things that are not uh common there you Let's go that's right well awesome michael where can uh, folks find you online and get to know you a little bit more and learn what you do so they can find me pretty much on all the platforms like uh instagram facebook youtube uh tiktok even with my name milko kukov or they can go to my website that is milkokukov.com and there awesome. they can find all the information, how to work with me or whatever they want. 
Great. That's awesome. I will make sure all those get put in the show notes so that people can find you easily. Nicola, thank you so much for being here. I appreciate the conversation and I hope that you get to see the Northern Lights soon. Thank you too.